Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. And we are honored to have with us Judge Andrew Napolitano, a real man of courage, dignity, respect, honor, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, a man that knows the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, take down anybody anywhere on it. When he has the facts, nobody could beat him. Judge, thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, it's a pleasure to be with you, Gerald. As always, these are happy days, these Wednesdays. Yeah, I love being on with you. Um, you know, you have an, a new article coming out. <laughs> I mentioned life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's called the FBI and personal liberty. We've lost our liberty. And the pursuit of happiness is never talked about anymore. And... Um, and liberty is, is robbed from us, you know, this COVID war thing, how little politicians uh, in the United States from sea to shining sea told us what to do, when to do it, how to do it, what to do, no, jab, no job if you don't get a jab, on and on and on. Liberty's been lost in this country. And, and you write this article about the, um, how, how it was more robbed from us with the... Um, among the lesser known holes in the Constitution cut by the Patriot Act of 2021 was the destruction of the, quote, wall between federal law enforcement and federal spies. The wall was erected in the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1978, which statutorily limited all federal domestic spying to that which was authorized by the Federal Intelligence Surveillance Court. And before you go on with it, you comment on this, the Patriot Act, again, Orwell could not have come up with a better name. How about calling it the Anti-Patriot Act to be proper? And 2021, or what happened in 2021? Oh, you mean the 9-11? That 2021, and then all Americans are in fear and they believed everything that was being fed to them and followed another little boy born on third base, George W. Bush. Yep. I mean, George W. Bush really personally wreaked um, more havoc on the Constitution uh, than any of the last uh, four presidents. And the principal instrument with which he did this was the Patriot Act. So before the Patriot Act, if the, if the feds were spying in America and they discovered evidence of a crime, they were not allowed to share that evidence with the FBI because the spying is outside the Fourth Amendment and the FBI can only gather evidence within the Fourth Amendment. The Patriot Act, that was called the wall, the wall separating the intelligence community. I know you hate that word, but that's what they call themselves, from the law enforcement community. The Patriot Act destroyed the wall, and it allowed the FBI to gather and use evidence that was gathered unconstitutionally and illegally by American spies in criminal prosecutions. The reason for my article is... In 2021, the FBI um, manifested a handbook 
which it wrote during the Trump administration. It's inconceivable to me that Trump himself knew about this because he was victimized by it, but it happened under Bill Barr's nose and under Chris Ray's nose. This is a 906-page handbook telling FBI agents how to spy outside of the Fourth Amendment. Answer, use the CIA and use the NSA. Wait a minute. The CIA is prohibited from its by its charter from getting involved in law enforcement and doing domestic spying. And the NSA is prohibited by law from spying on anybody unless they go to the FISA court and get a warrant. Those two things are facades. The CIA spies on Americans willy-nilly to its heart's content and now shares that with the FBI. The NSA captures every keystroke on every mobile device and every desktop, and it shares that with the FBI. And the FBI is now taught how to gather that information and use it in ordinary criminal prosecutions. What does this mean for the average American? That your Fourth Amendment rights don't mean anything to the government. And when Madison wrote in the Fourth Amendment, searches and seizures are only lawful when authorized by a search warrant, the FBI has cut holes in that, and it teaches other, management teaches other FBI agents how to do it. Joe Biden, not a peep. Adam Schiff, the, the liberal in the House that monitors this stuff, not a peep. Ron Wyden, the liberal in the Senate that monitors this stuff, not a peep. Bill Barr, under whose nose it happened, not a peep. So we have, for the first time, FBI management admitting their hatred for the Fourth Amendment and their teaching agents how to get around it. You, you spelled, you, you, you mispronounced Adam Schiff's name. It's S-H-I-T. <laughs> a little arrogant boy. A little arrogant nothing of a clown. A little warmongering, hateful freak, one after another. And these are the people that are robbing us of our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They're probably spying on us, too. And well, thinking, I'm sure they are. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when people say to me, I don't care if they spy on me, I have nothing to hide. Yeah, I don't and either. I say, don't you have any personal dignity? Don't you have yeah. any self-worth? Don't you have the right to think and speak and move your body and engage in human life without the government monitoring you? Because this one step from monitoring is sanctioning. Then they realize that I'm being serious. You know, um, in my years at Fox, one of my happiest assignments was to be on air with Stuart Varney a couple times a day on Fox Business. So Stuart's British, raised in Britain, with a different attitude about the government. Spying has been rampant there for long before it was here. And he would often say to me, there is no right to privacy. There is no right to privacy. And it's about time you admitted it. You know what? He's right. The right to privacy is gone. It exists on paper, but the government doesn't follow it. And the American public doesn't seem to care. Well, when I write these pieces, people say to me, you're shoveling against the tide. You're whistling into the wind. When you say that people don't seem to care, that people don't know anything that's going on. Elvis Presley's daughter died. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, I, you know, your mother dies, your father dies, your brother's sister dies. Who's care? Oh, no, but Elvis Presley's daughter dies. That's news day after day after day after day after day after day. A guy playing football gets tackled, gets a heart attack. Oh, my God. Oh, oh this is terrible. 
What if the American public doesn't know anything? And they're brainwashed to death, and the media does that. All they do is feed them this, this hyper stuff, and, and they, 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 the facts don't count. The people just follow. Again, that little Georgie Bush, we're going to get that guy Osama bin Laden? Dead or alive. 88% of the American people swallowed the crap spewing out of that little boy's mouth to go into Afghanistan, the longest war in American history. And what did it accomplish? Oh, murdering a lot. Oh, those dirty Russians. Oh, 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 oh it's okay for Americans to murder people all over the world, right? Again, going back to your article, what has the FBI accomplished? What has the CIA accomplished? What has the NSA accomplished? You tell me, Judge, the great, great deeds of all the trillions of dollars that we have given them, the people that run these organizations, and they get great retirement benefits and health benefits and everything else. They don't have to work a day in their life after they retire, after they get a certain amount of years in. What have they accomplished of great importance? They have destroyed the Fourth Amendment. They have destroyed our, our liberty as well as our security. They have utterly failed to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution, and they have not kept us safe. Oh, and by the way, they have spent a couple of trillion in the process. Yep. All of this in violation of the Constitution, which says no money shall be spent except that which is recorded in a public uh, journal. One of the worst things that Harry Truman did, not the worst, the worst was um, Hiroshima and Nagasaki slaughtering innocents. But one of the worst things he did was signing the National Security Act of 1947, which founded the CIA. The CIA has its own budget, its own headquarters, its own army, its own torture chambers, and it works directly for the president. It answers to no one, and no one knows how much money they spent. The trillions is just an estimate. It's not my estimate. It's an estimate of the people uh, that monitor these things. The CIA should be disbanded. When JFK said that, we all know what happened to him. It happened on November 22nd, 1963. But the CIA should be disbanded and the FBI should be disbanded. They're not authorized under the Constitution. They destroy liberty and attack security. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, you talked about um, uh, JFK. And as you well know, I want to see RFK Jr. and Judge Andrew Napolitano, RFK Jr. for president, Judge Andrew Napolitano for vice president. And when you're talking about, you know, uh, RFK Jr., could you imagine your father being assassinated and your uncle, president of the United States, being assassinated? What kind of heart and mind and soul this guy must have? I mean, nobody, I can't, it's, it's unimaginable. It's unimaginable. Bobby, Bobby, to one of his many wonderful uh, attributes, uh, wrote a letter uh, in favor of clemency for the murderer of his own father. And his brothers and sisters jumped down his throat for this. But that's that's RFK Jr. He has a heart uh, as big as gold. He has also written letters encouraging Joe Biden to release the full JFK report. You know, Trump said many times in public he's going to release the full JFK report. Yep. And when he called me, one of his many phone calls from the White House towards the end of his term to talk about pardons, um, I said, I got to ask you something, Mr. President. What? What? 
when are you going to release the JFK assassination report? You only have two weeks before Biden uh, comes into office. You promised it. You promised me personally and privately, and you promised the public many times. You know what he said? Judge, if you had seen what I saw, you wouldn't release it either. What, the, what did you see? I can't tell you. Sometime, and because there are too many people listening to this phone call, he's saying this to me from the Oval Office. Sometime when we're alone, I'll tell you what I saw. What could he have seen? A picture of JFK's brains blown out? What did they show him to terrify him out of revealing what the government knows about the murder of JFK and who in the government was responsible for it? And we, the people of Slavelandia, have no right to know any of this. That we have to depend on little clowns to tell us what we should know and what we can't when they steal all our money so they don't have to work a day in their lives. We have no right to know anything. And again, you mentioned Harry Truman. And who was the guy that created the FBI? Well, the FBI started under uh, under Woodrow Wilson, but of course it was all it was all J. Edgar Hoover. They called it the Bureau of Investigation, and they just added the word "federal" to it. Yeah. Um, but but presidents have you from Truman up to the present have used the FBI to further and perpetrate their political goals. In fact, the FBI today has become a domestic surveillance uh, entity which is more interested, you ready for this? This sounds like a movie. What was the name of that movie where they predicted crime? Uh, the Matrix? Uh, where they're more interested in predicting crime than solving crime. How do they predict crime? By listening to everything we say and capturing all of our uh, keystrokes. Where's that in the Constitution? Nowhere. No, it's terrible. You know, you mentioned, uh, you know, today's the um, January 18th. On January 17th, 1961, what, 62 years ago, President Dwight D. Eisenhower gave his farewell address to the American right. people. Right. He goes on to say throughout America, he goes, he warns the American people that the military industrial complex is robbing the nation of the genius of the scientists, the sweat of the laborers, and the future of the children. Our military organization today bears little relation to that known by any of my predecessors in peacetime or indeed by the fighting men in World War II or, or Korea. Until the latest of our world conflicts, the United States had no armaments industry. American makers of plowshares could, with time as required, make swords as well. But now, you know, isn't it interesting that a, a lifelong career military guy, the, the most celebrated military person in your lifetime and mine could have written a piece of American literature as pro-peace and anti-war and anti-military industrial complex as that. It's And a West Point graduate to boot. It, it shows you that the closer you are to the horror, the more you recognize the, the evil of its origins. And that's why he wrote this. He, he hated war because he saw it. Yes. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence 
whether sought or unsought by the military industrial complex, the potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes. He warns us, he warns not us even a mention, not even a mention. Yesterday, again, was the, what, 63rd anniversary of this, the 62nd, 62 years ago. Not a mention. And then you mentioned about Kennedy. I have his, um, his speech over here to a commencement speech address at American University, Washington, D.C., June 10th, 1963. Oh, that's a great speech. Right? That speech is second only to his inaugural address. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. It's a oh, great that's speech. Right. It go, talks about peace, all about peace. Yes. And and he ends it, you know, by saying that, um, you know, how when, that the United States won't be going to war. Five months later after this, Jack, you're dead. Eight months after that, Vietnam War. Yes. You're not allowed to talk about peace. Look what's going on at this uh, this Davos conference. <laughs> One warmonger after another being being brought up. That oh, you know, I, I I'm sick and tired of this crap. That if only women were in charge, things would be so wonderful. You know, the good and bad comes in every race, creed, color. Take it easy. You got oh Hillary Clinton saying that when they asked her how did she feel when they found out that Gaddafi was killed. We came, we saw he died. He, 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 yeah. Madeleine Albright, when they asked her on 60 Minutes, was the price of the sanctions that Bill Clinton put on Iraq worth the price, Leslie Stahl asks her, of 500,000 Iraqi children under the age of five killed? Yes, it was. And now you got this clown woman playing the, the head of the, the, uh, uh, the, NATO, the EU over there. What's her uh, name? Band or something? Yeah. Yeah, more war. We got to keep this going. We got to keep sending them more weapons. We got to keep them sending more weapons. Not a peep about peace. You Nothing. have, you are the first person that I know of, and you and I both monitor this for a living, who has predicted that World War III has already started. Yes. As of yesterday, you know, our friend Colonel Doug McGregor, I don't know where he got these from, uh, from an open source, I'm sure, sent me photos of American tanks being unloaded from American ships on a dock uh, outside of Denmark and uh, on their way to uh, Ukraine. German, um, German tanks and French tanks are on their way uh, as well. Uh, World War III is gradually and gradually being accelerated. As we speak, Gerald, there are several hundred uh, Ukrainian technicians and soldiers in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Yes, Oklahoma, USA, uh, being trained on operation, maintenance, and repair uh, of the Patriot missile system. It will take a year for them to learn how to use this. What does the government know that we don't know if they expect that American troops will be boots on the ground in Ukraine in a year. The, the cover story of the Trends Journal this week 
When all else fails, they take you to war. Joe Biden's got a lot of headaches, not the least of which is his own classified document headaches. What will take those headaches off the front page? War. War. What do you think about this classified document um, issue? I, I don't think they're going to indict the president. Well, they won't indict a sitting president. They'll probably say there's only 20 documents. He forgot that they were there. He cooperated immediately. Trump stole them. Trump hid them. Trump tried to frustrate the FBI. Trump had more uh, sensitive documents. Uh, Trump had his people lie to us. These are the differences. I think that's the way that it will probably go. I will tell you this. The special counsels that have been appointed are very serious prosecutors. They are not pushovers and they're not political. The special counsel investigating Trump uh, is a superb, brilliant, gifted lawyer who once clerked for Supreme Court Justice William Rehnquist. We have a Republican investigating uh, Biden. The special counsel investigating uh, Trump uh, is a serious, lifelong uh, federal, no-nonsense federal prosecutor. They don't make the decisions. They compile a report. They submit it to uh, Merrick Garland. He decides whether or not uh, they should ask grand juries uh, to indict. And what do you there think? Are three DOJ that? opinions on indicting the president. One says you can, two say you can't. The DOJ have followed the two that say you can't since the Nixon years. So even if they decide that what Biden did, keep classified materials in a box in a garage, is a criminal act, they won't act on that until he leaves the White House. Trump's case is different. Trump uh, acknowledges he took these things because he, he mistakenly claims they're his. Uh, and then engaged in a shell game when the, before the FBI showed up to try and hide it. You know what the government does when you frustrate their ability to prosecute you. They call it obstruction of justice, and it's an independent crime, and they are merciless in prosecuting for that crime. So Trump's in hot water. Joe will skate, my opinion. All right. Well, thanks so much, Judge. Uh, your opinion really counts a lot because you're very accurate and in what you uh, see, what you know, and what you forecast. So thanks so much for being on, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Gerald. All the best.